This is Kenny Green, the lead pastor of City Light Church, and this is our podcast. I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope this inspires you, encourages you, and builds your faith as we dive into the life-changing, life-giving Word of God. I hope you enjoy this message. I hope you enjoy this message. Because if I know Pastor Kenny well enough, and I believe I do, he's either watching, they're about seven hours ahead of us right now, he's probably watching online, or he will be. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to welcome Pastor Kenny and Kayla and the team that's with him. When I count to three, let's stand up, hoop and holler, and make him feel right at home. Because I know he's missing being here. You want to help me do that? All right. One. Two, three, stand up. Hello. All the way from Chattanooga, all the way to Israel. Woo! How cool is that? How cool is that? You can be seated. Man, I'm so glad that you're here today. Look at your neighbor and say, it's a good day to be at City Light Church. What an honor it is to be here. Now listen, if this is your first, second, or third time here, I want to say you've got to come back next Sunday to hear Pastor Kenny. He's a great preacher. And it's also the one-year celebration of City Light Church. Wow. And we just want to celebrate that moment here with you. Amen? Wow. Let's do this. Let's everybody take a deep breath and let's just dive into God's word because I believe that today is a day of breakthrough. It's a day of purpose. It's a day of miracles. I believe it's a day that God has destined for me and for you to be together. And the main thing is the person of the Holy Spirit is here. Can you say amen? Take your Bibles with me and let's journey together to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, I'll be reading verse 8 and 9. I'll have it on the screens, of course, as well. Life is a mixture. How many of you know life can get confusing? How many of you sometimes you wake up just on top of the day, and then by noon or by lunch, you've bottomed out? Man, where does that come from? I mean, how, how do we start this day so good and all of a sudden it's like, wham, where did that come from? Am I the only one that's ever experienced that? No. Okay. I'm glad to see we've got some honest hearts at City Light Church today. The truth of the matter is life is a mixture of both pain and pleasure. Life is about victory, but it's also about struggles. It's about pressure. It can be about opposition. The key is, what do we do when pressure comes? I believe the Apostle Paul, who in my opinion is one of the greatest writers in the New Testament. In fact, he wrote over two-thirds of our New Testament. That's pretty cool, isn't it? Paul was a man that knew opposition. Paul was a man that knew pressure. 
He knew what it was to get up feeling good one day and the very next to bottom out. Paul talks about it to this incredible church. It's called the Church of Corinth. And it's much like City Light Church. Paul was the founding pastor of the church on his second missionary journey. And what's interesting is Paul is going to continue to plant other churches. So he installs this pastor at the church of Corinth. The pastor writes a letter to Paul. That's how they communicated. Can you believe they did not have emails and texts back then? How did they make it? Somebody say, wow. Say it again backwards. Wow. <laughs> and here they are. They're writing these letters back and forth. And the pastor of the church of Corinth writes to Paul and says, hey, we got some issues We've got division in the church. We've got discord. A lot of the people are defeated. A lot of people are depressed. A lot of people are discouraged. And Paul scratches his head and he's like, no, they know better than this. What in the world are they doing? So he takes what I would call pen and paper. That's not quite how they did it back then. But he begins to write 2 Corinthians. It's his second letter to the church there in Corinth. And he's going to begin out of his mercy and out of his grace and out of that pastoral mantle that was upon him, he's going to begin encouraging them. Let's look and see what he says as these people are dealing with real struggles, real challenges, real issues in life. Look on the screens with me or perhaps on your iPhones or your Bibles. In verse 8, he says, we are hard-pressed. Anybody else knows what that means? <laughs> Anybody at City Light Church today, if we're just honest, don't you lie in church now. It's not a good place to lie in. How many of you know what it is to be hard-pressed? Okay, when Paul chose this word, hard-pressed, he's actually meaning two things. In the original language, it creates two pictures. The first picture is of a person lying down. And the person's hands are behind their back, actually. It's very uncomfortable. And their hands are tied with this rope. Bring in this huge boulder. They begin slowly lowering it upon the chest area of the person that's laying down. Little by little, they begin putting more pressure until eventually the person suffocates. Have you ever had days like that that you feel that you can't breathe? Had you ever had days in your life that you feel, I can't handle any more pressure in my life? Hold on, because there's good news. Notice what Paul says. He says, we're hard-pressed. I've got the boulders of life coming down upon me, and I feel like they're possibly suffocating me on every side. One side would be bad enough, wouldn't it? But he says, on every side. Notice what he says. But yet, we're not, say it with me, crushed. <laughs> you may feel the pressures of life today. You may have the opposition and the persecution today. But I'm here to tell you, we will not be crushed. And all God's people said, amen, amen. He continues on because he's going to use four adjectives here that are very interesting. He says, we are perplexed mentally, emotionally, but not in despair. I'm persecuted, but not forsaken. I am struck down, but I am not destroyed. 
Come on, somebody. That was worth coming to church today just to hear that. We are not discouraged. Amen. Therefore, verse 18, drop on down, look at the screens. We do not lose heart. I'm not going to be faint-hearted. I'm not going to lose my courage. I'm not going to lose my confidence. Even though our outer man is perishing, Yet the inward man, my soul nature, is being renewed. Notice what Paul says, day by day. There's a place in God that we can experience victory in spite of the opposition and the pressure day by day. Now, I want you to notice next verse. For our light affliction. Don't miss this. In the previous verse, he said, hard-pressed. It's the same original word that he used. Now he's calling what he did say was hard-pressed. Now he's saying, this is nothing more than light affliction. You know what Paul did? He shifted his perspective. Sometimes in life, we have to shift our thinking. Okay, this side's with me. I'm going to preach over here for a moment. Sometimes God is saying, think about what you're thinking about. And Paul's saying, look, what I'm writing to you, church, this church that I love, this church that I planted, this church that I'm still the overseeing founder of, this church that I am the apostle over, he is saying, I love you, but shift your thinking just like I did. For our light affliction which is just for a moment. Now, sometimes it feels like it's all day, all, come on now, all week, all month, all year. How many of you have had one of those kind of years? Okay, just hang on. For our light affliction is just for a moment. Say it loud and clear, moment. Okay. It's working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. You say, Pastor John, what in the world does that mean? I'm glad you asked. Now, you're blessed today. Anybody in the 9 o'clock service this morning that's here again for the 11 o'clock, those that were here in the 9 o'clock, I said something about my 14-year-old daughter When she's with me, she'll hold up a little sign if I get preaching too long, and it'll say, quit, Dad. Too long, Dad. The good news is, Kelby is in the 11 o'clock service, so I'll have to hurry it up a little bit, or I'll get that little sign, quit preaching, Dad. But we're going to ignore the signs today, (laughs) amen? She's like, thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. Follow me just for a moment. He said, just for a moment... It is producing a weight. I can take this handkerchief right here. Everybody see it? I can ball this up. All right? All right, Pastor Dustin, I'm going to try to get it to you. Ready? All right. Did I make it? Barely. Okay. Barely. Right, follow, follow me just for a moment. Same hanky. All right? I can put this brick into the hanky. Watch out somebody. Now, I'm dangerous this morning at City Light Church, okay? Same hanky. 
All right? All right, let's do this. Frankie, get ready, my friend. Come over here. All right, everybody see it? All right, I can do this. All right, <laughs> listen. All right, let's do it again. Get over that way. Are y'all noticing what's happening? One more time. All right, good catch. All right, look. The weight of the brick, same hanky. The weight of the brick gave it some what? Momentum. The hanky without the weight, come on now, didn't get very far. Now, I can put this. I'm not going to do it. So everybody's like, he is dangerous. I know. I know. I can put this around it, and I can probably go against oh, the sound people. Are like, no, the media team's like, stay away. I can get it. Why? Somewhat. You know what God is saying to City Light Church today? What pressure, what opposition, what trials, what tribulation we're going through, it's going to be okay. God is simply saying, I'm wanting to put some weight upon your life for you to be able to go the distance. Amen. What are you saying today, Pastor? I'm saying this. It's going to be okay. You're going to reach your destination. You're going to reach your destiny in Jesus' name. We've got to shift our thinking. And this is what Paul is saying. He is saying, look, allow the weight of glory, the weight of God's presence to build. Everybody say build. Build some momentum in our life. I want to preach and teach today just for a few moments on the title, Gain Some Weight. Gain some weight. Say it out loud. Gain some weight. You came to church today, and the preacher told you to gain some weight. Have you ever been to a doctor, and the doctor said, gain some weight? No, I've heard just the opposite. But I'm glad today that I can come to church. Now, that means we can go home and they can say, the man of God told me I can eat all day. Now, that's not what I'm saying. I'm going to just let my wife know right now, I'm going to go home and eat everything chocolate in my house because I can gain some weight today. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the pressures of life, and this is what Paul is talking about in the church of Corinth. What's going on in your life today? Is it family issues? Is it financial struggles? Is it a wayward son? Is it an addiction? Is something going on in your life that's weighing you down? God is saying today at City Light Church, let me touch you. Let me transform you, and let's see what God can do. Notice with me, in verse 7, affliction is just for a moment. The word momentum is rooted in the word moment. God desires to add momentum to our life. What exactly is momentum? Momentum is that property of a moving body in which determines the length of time required to, to arrest. Under the action of a constant force, momentum is that strength, it's that force, if you will, by motion that determines the outcome of events. I know that's a mouthful, but listen, momentum is simply an unstoppable forward motion. Can I say this today? We've been stopped long enough in the body of Christ. We believe the lie. 
last long enough in the body of Christ. I'm here to tell you today, we're unstoppable. We're a force to be reckoned with. And I release the momentum of the Holy Spirit in this church today. Momentum. Say it with me. Momentum. Momentum is a game changer. Momentum will decide our future for us. We're good today. Tennessee and Georgia both won last night. Come on, somebody. Amen. Good, good, good. How many of you watched some of the games, maybe? All right. Here's the deal. How many of you could tell when one team got the momentum? Right? I planted a church in Auburn, Alabama. I still watch Auburn play. And Auburn, well, anybody who happened to watch Auburn? Probably not a lot of Auburn folks here. But at the very end, it got a little questionable, and you just could shift the momentum swinging. Listen, momentum does not have to swing for the body of Christ. There is a constant as a follower of Jesus. And that's what Paul is saying to the church. Some were just up one day, down the next, wanting to throw in the towel on God and walk away from this life in Christ. And Paul is saying, time out, everybody. You can have a force, the person and the power of the Holy Spirit operating within us that makes us unstoppable. All of God's people say, amen, amen. What is God saying today? God is saying, add some spiritual weight to your life that can only be gained by the pressures and the adversities of life. Amen. I have a picture of a ship. This ship is very, very interesting to me. Isn't that beautiful? Look at the sun in the background. Look at the waters. How many of you wish you were on that ship today? Come on. No, I'm glad I'm in church. That was a trick question. <laughs> What's interesting about this, the engines are moving. The ship is in the ride of its life. But at any moment, that captain can turn those engines off. And for a while, that ship is going to continue to sail. Why? It's riding the force of the momentum. Paul is saying to these Christians, Paul is saying to this church, when life throws you all of this that has the potential to weigh us down, he said, I'm just putting some weight upon you to get you where you need to be. Amen. Sometimes as Christians, as followers of Jesus, it feels that the engines are turned off sometimes, and we just stop. God's not called you to stop, but God has called you to persevere, to continue on, to keep running the race. Say it with me. Gain some weight. Gain some weight. This is what he's saying. This is what he's teaching. Momentum is a force within us and behind us that's greater than the opposition in front of us. Now that's a lot, so let me say it again. Momentum is this force within us, behind us, 
pushing us forward in the purpose, in the destiny, into the whole reason why we exist. And there is a reason why we exist. You are not here by accident. You're not here just by some unwanted pregnancy. Come on, somebody. You are here because God ordained you to be here at this special time. Amen. See, momentum is about a person. Momentum is about the person of Jesus Christ. And the truth is, without Jesus, there's no momentum. But with Jesus, there's all the momentum that we need. Amen? He's the way, he's the truth, and he's the life. Amen. I want to think about this just for a moment. There's always this pressure, if you would, challenges in front of us that we deal with on a day-to-day basis. And I want you to remember one of the benefits of knowing Jesus Christ is puts momentum with his presence inside of us that can just go through whatever we need to go through. I've got five or six people that are going to help me just for a moment. Would you quickly come on up? Thank you for your help. And just join me on, on the platform just for a moment. When Paul chose some of these words, hard-pressed, struck down, and all of these words, Paul knew exactly what he was doing. Remember the first adjective that he used? He said hard-pressed, and I gave you the example that he was using as that boulder coming on the chest. There is a second word picture that Paul had in the original language that he had in mind when he was talking about being hard-pressed. What's up, guys? Have y'all been up here before? These lights are pretty bright, aren't they? Yeah, y'all need your sunglasses, right? All right, here's what I want you to do for me, all right? I'm going to stand in the middle, and I want you guys just to encircle me. Can you do that? All right, come on in. Good face. Awesome. Georgia. Where are the Georgia fans? All right. Well, let's just do it for a second. Where are the Georgia fans? Where are the Tennessee fans? Where are the Auburn fans? Kelby. All right. All right. Can I just do this real quick? Where are the Alabama fans? Oh, I can definitely tell I'm out of the state of Alabama. Clemson. Right here, right here. Here's what Paul is saying. Man, you're, are, you, are you in the weight thing or you just look like this? You're just made like that. Some guys have got it easy. You know, I'm just made like this. Wow, must be pretty cool to be like that. All right, here's the deal, guys. When Paul said hard-pressed, not only did he see this big boulder coming upon him, but he also saw life like this. You ever feel this way? 
You're, try, you're, you're trying your best to go forward, but on every angle, remember that on every side, remember he said day by day, do, do anybody ever feel this way in life that you're just boxed in? I mean, you're trying to jump your way out. You're trying to crawl your way out. You're trying to do all this stuff. But I've got obstacles. Boy, he's a strong obstacle. <laughs> You've got issues. Poor old Pastor Dustin. I just, I just push him on over. We've got setbacks that just push, keep pushing me back. Boy, he's strong. You picked the right guys. Now, I can't push Jara. Look at that. You picked somebody with Jara on shirt. What am I supposed to do with this? All right, we're going to pass you. Oh, now I got a cross. Can everybody see this? Hop. Now, you, you're definitely in the gym. Man, what are y'all drinking around here? Do y'all just all look like this? Wow. Oh, yeah. Now, you're not going to believe this, but 10 years ago, I looked just like that. I'm just Oh, come on now. Come on, buff it up, bro. There we go. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Notice what they just did. Does it ever seem that you're in so much trouble that sometimes the trouble even will connect? They went, they joined together. You ever feel like things are coming at you double time? Not just once. It, sometimes in life it just seems like they join together, and I'm trying my way to serve God. I, I'm trying my best to grow. I'm, I'm trying to lead my family. I'm, I'm trying to go to church. I want to commend you for coming today. It's raining. You came. <laughs> I'm so glad when I saw the clouds. I was like, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness. Pastors don't like rain on Sundays. But you're here. You're trying your best. You're, you're trying to give. You're, you're doing your best. And then eventually you just get tired. And you just give up. And life gets stagnated. And you'll say, well, maybe this will pass eventually. But see, in the meantime, you keep reading your Bible. You keep facing what's facing you. I can do all things through Christ. Through you, God, I can run through a troop and I can leap over a wall. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. See, as I'm beginning to build up Scripture, the Scripture begins to build me up. And no matter what's going on, I eventually get out of that. And that's what Paul is saying. That's what he's saying. You don't have to, I don't have to stay in this circle of self-pity, defeat, and lack of confidence for too long. Thanks, guys. Can y'all give them a hand? They did awesome. Momentum is a person inside of me, Jesus. He's behind me, come on, and he's pushing me into my next level of destiny. That's good today. But it takes some weight. What weight are you dealing with? It's going to be all right. Say it out loud. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. One way or the other. It's going to be all right. These past few years have been different for me. I moved to a city for a certain purpose. 
Sometimes purposes that you think are not working out don't seem to be working out. You deal with doubts in life and delays in life. But eventually, you look at it as weight. And the next level of my purpose is dependent upon how much weight I'm willing to let God put on me to get me through. Boy, it's hard, isn't it? Do you ever have, do you ever have thoughts of what you thought your life would be like at this stage in your life? Am I the only one that deals with this? I'm 53 years old. I know I look 30. Y'all missed a good time to say, man, come on, help a brother out. Come on. Now that 9 o'clock service, they believed me. I'm 53. When I was in Bible college way back in 19... I just knew by this junction in life that life would be a certain way. And it didn't turn out that way. And I've had setbacks. I've had sadness. I've had things to come up against me that I never thought would. Oh, it make it happen to them, but it would never happen to me. Guess what? It happened to me. God's delays are not God's denials. The key from a delay to the destiny is to ride and accept the weight of his presence. Sometimes it takes a little longer to get somewhere than we thought it would originally take to get there. And I can't get away from this part in the scripture that says, but for a moment, the moment when we keep our focus on Jesus, the moment turns into eventually momentum. Sometimes life throws us curveballs. Sometimes life has surprises out of nowhere. Sometimes we saw them coming and didn't realize it. But it's okay. Because as long as we're tracking with Jesus, Paul says everything's going to be all right. There's this interesting scripture to me. In Exodus chapter 1 verse 12. Israel, the children of God, with design, with destiny, with great, great, great people. I mean, they're the people of God, Israel. How cool Pastor Kenny is there today. Here is God's chosen people. And they're in Egypt. For 400 years. They're experiencing bondage. They're experiencing pressure, pain, heartbreak, sadness, all of these things. 
But the Bible says, while in Egypt, some of us have been in Egypt, the more Egypt afflicted some weight, the more Egypt afflicted Israel, the more, do not miss this, the more they multiplied and the more they grew. Only God can do that. Could it be that the weight, the pressure, the opposition, the challenges that we're under now, God is getting ready to use it to multiply and to grow us and to accelerate and to advance us into our next level of living. It's called momentum. God wants momentum in our lives again. Just for a moment, the weight of glory. Momentum behind us is greater than the opposition before us. The greater, don't miss it, the opposition, the greater the blessing. The greater the blessing, the greater the opposition. It is no accident many times the two come together. Let me illustrate. Have you ever wondered why it seems like when God starts blessing, the devil starts messing? Oh, I've got some people that know what I'm talking about. It's like we make this decision, I'm going to commit to church more. It's like the devil shows up. I'm going to start reading my Bible more. It's like the devil shows up. Don't miss this. It's okay. Allow the momentum of the presence of God to continue to drive you and move you forward. All right, here's another thought. Y'all, I'm trying real hard. I've lived here since December 27th, and it's been an adjustment to get used to the Eastern time zone. Anybody live on the Central time zone? Okay, we got some Central time zone. Can we, for the next few moments, just go to the Central time zone and be okay? Okay, all right. So that means it's 11 o'clock. Wow, it's just like we just got here. Somebody says, you better jump back onto the eastern. Okay, I'll, I'll jump back over to the eastern time zone. Listen, here's another thought that I want to leave with you. Most of the time in life, and I believe this is what Paul is showing us in the text, momentum many times will come in the valleys of life, not always the mountaintops. A lot of times we're looking for momentum on the mountain. God says, no, I want to put some momentum on you. I want to put some weight upon you while you're in the valley of life. Spiritual weight is gained in valleys. You don't have to raise your hand, but I would guess it'd probably be the most of us. How many of us are in a valley? Look at the hands. I'm going to raise hands and toes and all of it. Valleys. But guess what? In the valley, God's saying, it's all right. I'm just putting some weight upon you. Let's give God the opportunity to do what he needs to do in our life. Come on, y'all. 
to get us where he desires us to be. Momentum is the result of power. When we're having the momentum, and this is what Paul is saying, when we've got momentum going, come on, it's the result of the power of God operating in our life. Momentum also builds our confidence. Boy, nothing like watching a football team. When the momentum swings that direction, it's like their confidence goes right back up when the momentum hits. Momentum will always carry us to our destination. Momentum, I see some note takers. Momentum invites others to join the team. Momentum invites others to join the team. Story is told there was a building project going on. And a man would pass by daily and see the land being cleared, the footings being dug and all of that. One day he decides to pull in. There were three men there working and they're laying brick. He goes up and he says, excuse me, sir, what are you doing? Somewhat arrogantly and cocky, the first bricklayer says, what it looked like I'm doing? I'm laying brick. He said, okay. He goes to the second bricklayer. He said, excuse me, sir, same question. What are you doing? He says, I'm building a wall. He said, oh, cool. All right. He goes to the third, asks the same question. Excuse me, sir. What are you doing? He says, oh, I'm building a community center here where both young and old can come and enjoy the benefits that this will be to our city. It was a perspective thing. The man looked and smiled And he said, do you mind if I help you? I would love to be a part of something like that. Wow. When people see momentum operating in your life, God will use a divine connection. No more loneliness. No more the sense of feeling you're all by yourself. There's something about momentum that draws people. Paul mentions this. I want to encourage you sometime today, go home and read 2 Corinthians 4, the entire chapter. Two or three times he continues saying, don't lose heart. Don't lose your strength. Don't lose your confidence. Friends, I'll be transparent with you. There have been times these last few years I could have lost my confidence some of the challenges that I've experienced. I thought, who wants to be a part of this? But no. God's just putting a little weight on me. And others will be attracted. Can I have what you have? Can I participate in what you're participating in? Can I join you? On life's journey, 
I feel the person and the presence of the Holy Spirit here today. I strongly feel that there are people under the sound of my voice that need to get right with Jesus. You see, friends, there's one weight that we've got to shed. The writer of Hebrews talks about it. One translation says, lose the weight and the sin that so easily entangles us. And let us run this race with endurance. In other words, get the momentum and move forward. If you're here this morning, if you're watching online, if you're watching live or if you're watching later today or maybe later this week, it doesn't matter where you're at or what time of the day it is. The only thing that truly matters is, do you know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? And anything that's connected to sin will drag us down. Now that's the kind of weight we don't need, right? In just a moment, I'm going to give us that opportunity to accept Jesus, the one who puts that momentum in us and roots us on. Amen? I recently reread of an event that took place on the evening of April 27th. The year was 2013. Put the picture of the boxer on the screen for me. This is Sergio Martinez. He fought Martin Murray for the world middleweight championship. Sergio was an underdog. They just knew he wouldn't last. They knew he would not go the distance. The fight was scheduled to go 12 rounds. And it's interesting that in the eighth round, Sergio dropped. He slowly got up before the referee disqualified and called the fight. He got up. Ref comes over. You know how they do this. Shake their gloves a little bit. Makes you look into their eyes. You okay? Yes. The fight continued. Only two rounds later to be knocked out again. He stands back up. The ring announcers on the table right in front of the the ring there said in the microphone on television, it's over. He won't survive this one. He, he got him. Martin got him too good on that last one. It's over. Fight's over. To everyone's amazement, Sergio stands right back up and bounces back. And Sergio tells a story that he would begin speaking to himself. I'm not created to live a life of defeat. I'm not created to stay down. God's called me to stand back up again. God's, come on somebody. God's called me to shake it off 
and to stand up and fight. Hey, follower of Jesus, can I tell you we serve the commander-in-chief Jesus Christ. He's not called you and me to stay down. He's calling you today to stand back up, get your breath again, and run this race victoriously. They interviewed him afterwards. And one of the interviewers said, Sergio, you look all beat up. You're cut. You're going to be bruised. You look like you're lost. But he was declared the winner. Wow. He said, how did you do it? You know what he said? Something inside of me kicked in. And I was determined. I was going to win this thing one way or the other. City Light Church, listen to me. It's time for something to kick in on the inside of you. And it's a person. It's the person of the Holy Spirit. And I believe he's here this morning. And he is kicking in. And he's renewing joy. He's restoring confidence. He's picking you back up. And he's saying, you were created for more than what you're presently doing. In Jesus' name. Oh, friends, come on. Let's let this wait carry us to the next level of destiny. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. And a special thanks for those of you that give generously to City Light Church. It's because of you that this ministry is possible. If you'd like to begin partnering with us financially, you can click the link to give now in the description, or you can go to citylightchurch.cc forward slash give. And if God is using this podcast in your life, you can subscribe today. You can click the share button and help us get the word out to the world. Thank you for listening and God bless.